You're listening to Catholic Chicago. Ahead, the Archdiocese of Chicago brings you programs about the people, events, and issues that touch our lives. Welcome to Catholic Chicago. Catholic Chicago on WNDZ, 750 AM, 312-255-8408. Father Greg Sackowitz, the rector of the cathedral, along with Mark Teresi. You can also get us on youtube.com slash Catholic Chicago. Good morning, Mark. How are you? Good morning. Very, very, very well. Great drive-in today. Oh, beautiful, beautiful, beautiful weather. day. But yes. I'll tell you, that the rain from, was it Saturday, Friday evening, like six and a half inches of rain, like in Lake Forest, Grays Lake area, was a phenomenal amount of rain. Now, we, we do need the rain, and the, the West could certainly use some rain. The western part of the country, they are so dry and the fires are out of control. But uh, beautifully, the, the, the talking today, sunny, a little high humidity, but 76 degrees for weather, so it's perfect. Do you have any weekend plans this weekend? Staying a wedding at St. Vincent de Paul, actually for a granddaughter of friends of my parents. So my parents and her grandparents were friends for years and years at St. Clement's. And they lucked out. It was one o'clock wedding, so they didn't have any rain. The sun came out. Then our daughter, Dulce, we had a little birthday party. She's 29 years old. Um, She's she, 29 now. Yeah, and she brought a little cake back for all her friends at Shannon Apartments at Misericordia, so she had a wonderful time. And by the way, congratulations to the Chicago Cubs. Uh, they swept Philadelphia yeah. uh, Phillies this weekend, and uh, the White Sox split with Cleveland, and uh, you need to do better than that. The White Sox are in the hunt for the playoffs. The Cubs are not because they were, they're rebuilding. The yeah, franchise they sure is rebuilding, are. so maybe moving to the future. So we have a great program lined up again. 312-255-8408 here on WNDZ 750. Also, you can get us on youtube.com slash Catholic Chicago. There's a new vicar for deacons in the Archdiocese of Chicago. Deacon James Norman joins us to talk about how his journey of faith has led him to be the new top dog deacon in the Catholic Church in <laughs> Chicago. Guest Deacon James Norman. Good morning, Deacon Jim. How are you? Good morning. Good morning. Thank you for having me here this morning. Delighted to be here with you. And the thing is, I have to tell people, I hope it'll embarrass you, Jim. The first time I met you, and, and Jim's already laughing, he's not going to talk about it. Uh, Jim was deaconing for Cardinal Supich for a mass for, it was television. Was it for the ABC mass, Jim? Or what mass yes, was it? Yes, it was. Yes, it was. And I think it was for... Um, uh, Palm Sunday. It was. Good and, memory. And Jim was the deacon, and they had done the gospel, Cardinal Soup, which is short homily for uh, Palm Sunday. And during the Eucharistic prayer, 
that Cardinal Subic is praying, and I'm to the left of Cardinal Subic. Deacon Jim is to his right. All of a sudden, Jim goes down. Oh my word! And I looked. Here you go. And you went you went down like a prize fighter, taking a left hook. And what happened? You had not had breakfast that morning. Um, yeah, I hadn't had breakfast. It was it was scheduled. Uh, the mass was scheduled at kind of this odd time, and I'd been very busy during the day with work and other things. So I said, you know, I I can push through. I'll make it through. So there was had nothing to eat all day. Um, I felt myself kind of getting faint. You know, kind of. I said, I can make it. I can make it. Next thing I know. I'm being helped off of the floor. Um, and, and also remember, when, some, when you hit our some floor. Water, some juice, and I was fine, uh, but uh, certainly lost all the style points that day. <laughs> and Jim, when you hit the floor, you hit the marble sanctuary floor of the cathedral. There was yeah. no give. No, no give. And the no, funny I thing. Guess I, I guess I was totally asleep and relaxed. <laughs> Did Greg move at all to help, or was he just observing? Oh, yeah. No, he was one of the first. As I, I looked up, he was one of the first faces. <laughs> That's kind of scary. Right you look up and you see Greg. Am I in heaven? <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I, I, uh, I said, well, that's one way to distinguish yourself with the cardinal, the fainting Yeah, <laughs> The fainting. I will, Jim, if I live to 100, I will always remember that story. <laughs> and cause when the mass started, you were in, you look fine to me. Yeah. And then I did notice right before you did go down, you were wobbling a bit. I thought, well, okay, Jim is just wobbling. And next thing, boom, on the ground. So it, uh, that had to be our introduction for you on the radio program here this morning. <laughs> now, Jim, give us part of your background. Are you Chicago born and raised? Born and raised in Chicago, on the west side of Chicago. Went to grade school at Our Lady of Sorrows, then Precious Blood. Uh, high school at St. Ignatius, then college at University of Chicago. I started, I finished up at Northwestern with a degree in psychology. Uh, I spent 33 years in corporate America. Um, I, I took an early enhanced retirement from Kraft Foods in 2013, the same year I was being ordained a deacon in the Archdiocese of Chicago. Uh, my parish is Our Lady of Sorrows Basilica on the west side of Chicago. Um, I currently live in River Forest, Illinois with my wife. We have three children, six grandchildren. Um, I think I've, uh, you know, I also worked uh, for the last seven years prior to this role as director of Vicariate Operations in Vicariate 6 with Bishop Perry um, and started the role of vicar, and I will stress, four deacons um, in uh, July 1st of this year. And one, now, you graduated high school what year? Uh, 1978. 70-year youngster. Now, James, uh, <laughs> this is fascinating to me. Could you just give our listeners, because sometimes people think, any vocation, particularly ordained vocation, just comes out of the air, boom, you're zapped. And um, you worked for Kraft for 30-some for years. What did you do at Kraft? So I started uh, working in security, working my way through college. I moved from security into quality assurance, um, got my degree at Northwestern. I moved then, then to sanitation supervision, production supervision, shipping supervision, human resources, then human resource manager in, um, where was I human resource manager first? Mm -hmm. Oh, uh, Madison, Wisconsin, oh. Uh, for the Lewis Rich Focus and Grow Out facilities. And then I moved to Modesto, California, then Tulare, California, then Sherman, Texas, 
back to Chicago, was in Chicago for nine years, and then to East Hanover, New Jersey, as Senior Director of Human Resources, and then back to Chicago as Vice President of Human Resources and Diversity and Inclusion. Now, what were your three children's reaction to the moves? <laughs> well, I say my oldest, Jeremy, took it on the chin yeah. uh, because he was kind of fourth grade. He, he, he took it all on the chin. Uh, Kristen, our, our middle child, the girl, and, and Aaron, our, our youngest um, a boy, uh, they were able to go to school for that nine-year span where we're back in Chicago. So oh, close nice, to them, nice, nice. was from the Chicago area. So they were able to kind of make it through grade school. Um, Kristen was a sophomore when she went, we went to New Jersey, and Aaron was just a freshman. So, um, but my oldest has friends all over the U.S. Mm, uh, that literally close contact with. Yeah, it's Beautiful. amazing how your journey from grammar school to the present moment has been truly filtered through the mystery of God. And maybe for our listeners for a moment, Jim, is you just weren't zapped and ordained a deacon, mm-hmm. I think you said 2013. But what's what's your story to the diaconate? Uh, who was influential? And I'm sure that when you were 20 years old, you may have said, maybe one day I'll be a priest, but one day I'll be a deacon. Maybe not. But what's been that road journey to the diaconate? So, uh, yes, it is a long journey. Uh, So very influential early in my life were um, the priests, the nuns, uh, Precious Blood, and Our Lady of Sorrows. Very influential. Saw the care and the love that they provided to me and the other students and the concern uh, and how they had dedicated themselves. So when I was graduating from eighth grade, I thought about going to Quigley North Mm -hmm. uh, and thought about seminary at that point. decided to go to St. Ignatius, um, certainly impressed there with the Jesuits and the education there. And so there was still a strong commitment to service through grade school and high school. Um, Went through the college years. uh, And in my own uh, church, Arlene of Sorrows Basilica, I would see men who had dedicated themselves in some way to the church, whether they were ushers, whether they would volunteer their time and clean the parish hall or feed the homeless during our dignity breakfast on the second and fourth Sunday of each month. And I thought about, you know, okay, at some point I'd like to do that. I'd like to be able to give back. I say, do thank you for all the blessings that I have received. Um, This call uh, and exploration for the deacon, very frankly, I started really considering it at the age of 40. Hmm. Um, And I talked to a number of people about uh, kind of the path and what was required. Um, And, you know, I not probably like some others. I, well, you know, maybe, maybe later, not now. Uh, I don't know how many moves are left, Mm -hmm. you know, with my career. I don't know if I could handle the program and my career and my family at this point. I'll just wait. I'll just wait. But the, I guess the call and the yearning never went away. And I, I guess I would say I always it was always there uh, around me, surrounding me until I, I finally said yes um, in 2009 uh, when we'd come back to Chicago. Um, we, I went to New Jersey as senior director of human resources, leading what was formerly the Nabisco uh, group of businesses for Kraft Foods. And... Um, I, I thought this would probably be my last relocation. I'd hope to return back uh, to Chicago in some capacity with the organization. And I, I said, you know, God, um, if you bring me back, I'll do it. Bring me back. I, I, okay, I hear you. Mm-hmm. I'll do it. A little bargaining. Um, and, 
and so I came back. We came. We were in Jersey for four years. Came back. I enrolled in the program. What was your wife and your uh, children's reaction to that? And and she walked with you, I'm sure, all the way through the program. That's how it's designed. But what was your family's reaction? Um, extremely supportive. Uh, my wife has been supportive from the very beginning, and uh, clearly. The wives have to give consent every step along the way. They participate in key events. Uh, she's a strong support now. Um, she travels with me when I visit churches, you know, as a director of Icarid operations, um, and I visit churches as a deacon um, when I'm invited. So she's been very supportive and very engaged, and, and she's been very committed to, we're also, we've raised our niece and nephew, and now a year ago brought in another niece um, that we're helping to raise. Uh, so she's been very in, in committed that way and engaged, and that's consumed a large part of her time, but she fully supports me. And for the children, uh, they were high school age at the time mm-hmm. uh, and beyond. So they did, they, they saw this as, yeah, we thought so. You know, I remember mm-hmm. my, my daughter asking me once, uh, it was in the last year, and she said, Dad, you know, what happens if you, if you don't make it? I mean, if you're not ordained. And I said, you know, this is a gift. So I can't be mad at not receiving a gift. And even if I'm not ordained at the end of this process, I've still gained and experienced so much. You know, my my life has been enriched. My Our married life has been enriched. Our family life has been enriched as a result of this process. So there are no losers. And I, mm-hmm. I didn't earn this. I, it's clear to me, I've earned nothing. I've not earned this role of vicar for deacons. Mm-hmm. I had never intended this role, never looked at this role as something viable for me. Um, but it's what happens when you say to God, God, tell me what you want me to do. Tell me where you want me to go. Uh, I'm following you now. I, I, I'm confused. I, I, I don't know what to do. Um, and then he answers. It's a great, it's a great gonna... line, Jim, where uh, one of the saints said, Lord, what do you ask of me this day? And give me the courage to do it. Right. Yes. Mark, take yes. us a break. And Mother Cabrini's favorite line. Uh, mother, mother, you should really stop working so hard. She said, I'll have all eternity to rest. Don't worry. <laughs> WNDZ, 750 AM, Catholic Chicago, 312-255-8408. Or you can go to YouTube.com slash Catholic Chicago. We'll be back with Deacon James Norman, who is the new vicar four deacons here in the Archdiocese of Chicago. We'll be back and continue to hear his wonderful story in a few minutes. Please stay tuned. Catholic Charities offers a wide variety of volunteer opportunities to those who want to share their time and help us serve people in need. Whether it's stocking the shelves of our food pantries, helping refugees learn the English language, tutoring school-aged children, becoming a mentor to young adults, 
sorting clothes in our clothing rooms, serving hot meals to those who are facing homelessness, or delivering meals and making cards to lift the spirits of our homebound seniors, we are deeply grateful to all those who want to join in our mission of mercy. Volunteer opportunities are updated weekly for people of all ages at ccofchicagovolunteer.com or just call us at 312-655-7053. That's 312-655-7053. Thank you for helping us follow Jesus' call to serve our neighbors in need. Forty-four for me teaching. When I started here, there were teachers here that had taught me when I was a student. Now I'm the old person. <laughs> right now, I teach junior high math. I love when kids find what I'm teaching to be fun, and they get it. I see that light bulb go off, and it's a thrill. People are always amazed. What? What? You're here for 44 years? It's hard for me to believe, frankly. <laughs> I love what I do. Every summer I think, oh, I miss the classroom. Even on the weekends, I think I can't wait to get back on Monday and teach those quadratic equations. <laughs> Shape the next generation of leaders. Teach. Apply today at artchicago.org slash schooljobs. Do you have an old bicycle that's not being used? Consider donating it to Catholic Charities Veterans Bike Project of Lake County. Skilled volunteers are refurbishing bicycles to make them safe and ready to be used by veterans to get to and from their new places of work. We also gratefully accept financial contributions that are used to purchase bike helmets and other safety accessories. Our veterans have faithfully served the United States and now it is our privilege to serve them. For more information on the Veterans Bike Project of Lake County, call 847-782-4219. That's We're back, WNDZ, 750 AM, Catholic Chicago, 312-255-8408. Father Greg Sackwitz, Mark Teresi here, or you can go to youtube.com slash Catholic Chicago. And we're with the, our new vicar for deacons, Deacon James Norman. question I'd have, James, is as you look at your craft, you've spent 30-some years at craft, and I'm sure a lot of that time related to performance, goal setting, a lot of the corporate things, how they measure success. How are you looking at this role, this vicar for deacons, in terms of how would you say, yeah, this, you know, what, what are your goals for the role? And how will you measure any kind of success? Thanks for asking. First, uh, I want to acknowledge my successor, 
uh, Deacon Richard Hudzik for the outstanding work that he did over the last 10 years. Um, as, as I said before, it's vicar for deacons. So I'm here to support the ongoing development and Deacon Richard Hudzik is actually uh, still with us as director of ongoing formation for our deacons. I'm here to continue to build and nurture community among the diaconate community, both deacons, wives, and their families. I'm here to leverage the leadership, help leverage the leadership that exists within the diaconate community as the Archdiocese of Chicago moves forward uh, with Renew My Church and the new evangelization efforts. We have many deacons who have gifts and talents that they, they've acquired from the other aspects of their life as well as their wives that can be effectively employed, employed at this time within the church. So I'm here to, to take advantage, allow the diaconate community to take advantage of this opportunity using their gifts and talents for the betterment of the Church of the Archdiocese of Chicago. That's true. And also, I'd want to second what you said, Jim, about uh, Deacon Richard Hudzik. did a phenomenal job. You're building upon what he has created and done for the last 10 years. I, you know, was, was he de- a vicar for deacons for 10 years? 10 years. Wow. 10 I remember, years. I remember when he was assigned into the position, and a whole decade went by. That's unbelievable. And uh, in terms of um, your own personal journey, for our listeners who may be unaware, what is a deacon and what does a deacon do as part of the Catholic Church? Yeah, very simply, uh, think of a deacon as the icon of Christ the servant, committed to the word, which we all are as baptized uh, Christians, Catholic Christians. Um, so speaking and proclaiming the word, the good news, wherever we go. Um, committed to the liturgy, the mass, you'll see a deacon in mass assisting with the the, uh, Eucharistic celebration, and then a commitment to service. You'll find many deacons, their wives and their families committed to various uh, service areas where there is a need. Could be mental health, it could be hope is on the way, it could be, you know, like a deacon Alfred Coleman who has the Zacchaeus house helping men return uh, to fully functioning in society uh, after an illness or, or some other event. So you'll uh, feeding the homeless, um, clothing of shelters. Um, so many different ministries where there's a need, you will typically find Jesus, uh, deacons representing themselves as Jesus the servant in, in service to others, the needy, the poor, the immigrant. Now, James, Great response. Um, somebody inspired you. Who vested you uh, at, at your ordination? So uh, it was um, my pastor, Father Chris Krimsky, who is currently the pastor at Our Lady of Sorrows Basilica, um, assisted by my wife, Kimberly. And why both of them? Um, and, and, and there was uh, one that wasn't there that I would love to have been there, Father Howard Tewitt, who was my spiritual direction for the time period. Um, you know, we, he was with me there in spirit, uh, but unfortunately it passed before um, I was ordained. What a tremendous uh, priest. Mm-hmm. And, and so both for my wife and for Father Chris Krimsky, uh, you know, obviously um, my first um sacrament the sacrament of marriage my wife has been a phenomenal partner and support 
So for her to be there was, and to have supported me all the way and for us to have grown together through the process, it was important for her to be there. Father Chris Krimsky, you know, um, supporting me, um, recognizing and encouraging the call that I had received, being very supportive along the way and has been extremely supportive in the last nine years. Um, uh, phenomenal, really blessed by the relationship that I have with him. And he also represents the Our Lady of Sorrows faith community who have been tremendous supporters, constantly reaffirming my capability um, and potential and encouraging me um, throughout the, out the way. Now, along those lines, Jim, if someone were listening right now to the program, driving to work, at home, watching the the YouTube sta- channel, the station, um, and everything, I'm thinking about the diaconate. I don't know how to begin. Is it just something I'm going through? Is there something here? What do you tell someone who ex- wants to explore the possibility and learn more about it? What, what do you tell him? Um, there is the Institute for Diaconal Studies uh, run by uh, Deacon Bob Puhala. Uh, you can reach out to his office. Uh, you can check in your church's bulletins. There frequently are announcements about introductory sessions that are conducted four to six times a year for you to learn more. I would certainly, if you have a deacon in your church, and uh, you know, have a cup of coffee with the deacon perhaps before church or after church, uh, and even bring your wife along if you're married and invite the deacon's wife along um, so that you can get a, a sense of how the diaconate, the, what the program consists of, what it requires, and how it's impacted their lives. Now, the thing is, give us a website and phone number for anybody listening even right now to learn more about or even would want to talk with you about the diaconate program. Well, you can, uh, you, our website, you can go right to the Archdiocese website. Uh, and click on for the diaconate office. Um, and you could, you know, certainly I'll give my number. You can call me here, uh, 708-955-1684. That number once again, Jim. In, I'll say it again. Uh, and since I'm three weeks in, that's my cell number. So call me, 708-955-1684. Mm-hmm. If you've got questions about the diaconate, um, considering it, interested in it, want to learn more, uh, there's I'm here. We have Deacon Dave Brinsick, who's also been here for about nine years and does an outstanding job. He can answer questions. We also have Deacon uh, Fred Ortiz here to help and support us as well uh, for any Spanish speakers. And the I know it's uh, archchicago.org. You get into the website, then click onto the Diaconate program to learn more. Mark, you had a question? I had a question. So, James, you've spoken a lot about your wife's role uh, in this journey. She's writing a book about your diaconate journey. What would the title be and why? Mm. Um, I, I'll, I'll ask her when I get home, but I think the title would say, uh, The Man He Became. Mm. Wow. Um, That's and it would talk the about the change and transition over our, uh, what was it, 36 years of marriage. Mm. So that's a great. Uh, that's that was a very clever title with uh, with no notice. Yeah, there's a, a lot a lot of movement in it, and it, you didn't say the man he. Be, I wished he would have become <laughs> <laughs> the man he became. I'll, and I'll, I'll leave it to her penmanship to tell the the truth. Oh, the, the chapters in it. In just the I didn't last say what the outcome was. in the last minute, Jim. Any closing thoughts regarding the whole diaconate program? 
uh, the role you will be playing for the archdiocese moving forward? Uh, related to the diaconate program, if there's anybody who's considering it and who has questions, I'd encourage them to explore it. And I would let them know that there are more blessings in the pursuit of that effort than they could ever imagine, both for themselves, their wife, and for their family. Um, there are no regrets in that path. Um, you know, for those who, who follow the path that Jesus calls you on, there's no regrets for that path. Related to the office, uh, I hope that it, all our listeners will see and experience deacons in one of the three forms that I saw, either proclaiming the word of God, um, elbow to elbow with them, serving the poor, the homeless, the needy, or proclaiming the word, reading the gospel, and preaching on Sunday, uplifting their spirits and giving them uh, the word as food for the journey. Well, first I want to say congratulations to uh, the new Vicar for Deacons, James Norman, uh, the Archdiocese, in choosing you, Jim, made a great, great it choice. Sure You're an outstanding uh, man of God, and uh, you'll be, you are a real gift to the Archdiocese. And for years to come, so I want to thank in a very special way our new Vicar for Deacons, Deacon Jim Norman, their Diocese of Chicago. Jim, may God bless you. Our prayers are with you. You've been a great guest the first half hour, and a continued blessings in your new journey. Thank you. God bless you and everyone listening. Thank you. Listening to uh, Catholic Chicago on WNDZ, 750 AM, 312-255-840. You can also get us on YouTube.com Catholic, slash Catholic Chicago. Father Greg Sackowitz, Mark Teresi. Stay with us for part two. Do not touch that dial.